Our panel now for the Randwick preview. Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, Andrew Hurley. Duff, I say good morning to you again. Um, how have the scratchings impacted any of your thoughts, if any, for the meeting? Uh, yeah, no, not really. I had a couple. I had Bucker in Bruin for a place, and I had, uh, obviously, the two-year-old Castagna has taken the value out of the favourite there. Um, other than that, we've got, uh, got through in pretty good shape. Good to hear Buckaroos um, all good as well, just saving him for, for the round that Chris told us. So um, I get the feeling they've got a bit of time for him too, Duff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, uh, I'd like to um, see him. I don't know. We're just Chris thinks he might be better on the wet, but he was very good the other day and his yeah. trials were eye-catching early on for a, the type of horse he is. So, yeah, I think he's got something. It's a good race in him. It could well be the Randford. Brad Gray, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. How about this multi now? The shortest price, or multi, uh, the most popular multi anyway in the history of sports wagering today. So it's getting skinnier and skinnier every time I have a look. $1.20 Storm Boy and now $1.35 for Fangirl. I even, flicked wow. across New- I even flicked across to Newcastle. There might be something there for the punters. I thought Tabby time, mate. qualifiers. Tabby time, mate. $1.55. Drill seekers. That's right. You've got to wake up on the right, right side of the bed today. A bit of bravery. Oh, Hurls, you, you would have taken it, you sicko. Good morning to you. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I've, I've taken, I took a multi. I've taken our Cobra Sun, uh, Manal, Storm Boy, and I've copped the scratching because I had Buckaroo the place as well. Um, so, yeah, there you go. But if you look at those, um, if you look at that Storm Boy, our Cobra Sun, Manal uh, combined price at the moment, you're getting $4.44, so... I think a lot of rank and file punters today will be taking multis because there's some pretty funky prices uh, throughout the card. Um, yeah, I don't recall seeing as many odds-on favourites like, at, 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 to the extent that they are, how short they are, on a Saturday for a while. So, um, yeah, bring it on, I, I say. Yeah, the, absolutely. Uh, Good to have you with us. Do I confess? Yeah, good to have you with us, Andrew Hurley, uh, with all the markets, tab.com.au. How does the card look, Brad? Yeah, it's a good card, uh, but the obvious problem is trying to find a couple of bets at a price because it does look a very straightforward meeting. I was only saying on Formula on Thursday, I don't think I've played a meeting with such a straight bat in a very long time. So you try and look outside the obvious. Of course, the first port of call is when you see something so short, is trying to find something to beat it. But in these instances, it's very, very difficult. So yeah, we might just wait and hope that the market's a little bit generous once these percentages come down. What are they going to do with lay of the day today? It might be difficult, Brad. For exactly to... right. Yeah, there's a few big names he could take on. He could make a name for himself today, Tim Ryan, if he if he puts the yeah if he puts a storm boy or a fangirl forward. <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens. Oh, wouldn't that cause an uproar? Oh, oh, oh. Wouldn't that what? It'd blow up Twitter. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. Uh, let's get into it, guys. Race one's the midway, 1100 meters. Benchmark 72. And uh, by the way, the track good for rail true, so I would expect it to play well. Andrew Hurley has the market for the first. All right, so we've got four scratchings here, but not knocked around the market too much. Uh, Delexo, two by one, one cent to win, Cecil Street Lad. Liberty Sun and Flying Sultan, zero. Adios Steve is a $61 chance, $8 for Super Bright. Our favourite is Marshall Music, but went up 340 Wednesday. It's now four ch- 420 chance, $18 Moonlight Grace. She's been good support here for Vindication. Went up $14 on Wednesday. It's now into 650 Oh, gee, it was a flashing light on the, on the trial there. Uh, 10 to $9 Rebel Bean. We've got $10 also Angel Fun, but it's out from seven fifty. The Extreme Cat's been stacked, 23 to 15 18 Field Weary. Mad Darcy, $10 into $6. 
100 to 1 beat test, 41 everyone's a star, an artful persuasion, $10 in from 14. Best move here has been Vindication, horse number eight. Yeah, speed's good here. Marshall Music punches up from barrier one. We know his go. He's a speed horse. Artful persuasion. I showed good toe there on debut, albeit a big jump in grade. Then you've got three horses that have, have all got speed, but they've all drawn a little bit wide. So decisions to be made there on Rebel Dean. Everyone's a star. And maybe to a lesser extent, the extreme cat here, Duff. Uh, yep. I, I think they went up the wrong price, Vindication. I think that's obvious. Um, he's got very good fresh form. He... Trial, we all saw the trial, just drew wide, dragged back and just motored home under a hold. So I think the map looks pretty good for him here. I'm just, if anything, just only one soft trial leading in, just a bit of a fitness watch in the yard. But I'd suggest with his profile, Jared would have him pretty forward, knowing that he he can sprint well fresh. So I'm comfortable with him to beat Mad Darcy who I left um, Ranwick thinking I'm beyond you in a midway for sure next time at 1100, and here we are. So she is dangerous. If they open up for her, she's going to be very strong late here. I'm keen to have a look at Moonlight Grace here. If she parades well, I'm going to save on her. Um, always liked to meet this mare. She was good in the trials, not extended, and she has showed above-average talent earlier in a career just think she was off the boil uh, they run her in the denise's joy and that just flattened her and then um she was ordinary in a midweek way after that but i think she's better than that and i'll throw in martial music it's obvious the stats there he's got a lethal fresh form and he's just done nothing at 1100 but he, he's, he's probably a stronger horse now um, he gets his chance to prove that today but still has to check off tick off that 1100 meter box for mine uh, 8, 14, 7 and 6. Yeah, that's the big gamble, isn't it, with Marshall Music. I've got him second pick. I've got Mad Darcy to turn the tables. Uh, she was outstanding there in defeat last time out. 1,100 metres looks to suit. She's come back in career best form and sectionally. Uh, nothing close faster than her across the entire meeting. So comes here, tail in the air, third up, good speed on paper. Uh, she does get a chance to rattle home over the top. Marshall Music, I found him very hard to assess. Duff touched on the reasons as to why. Uh, in the past, Fresh has been best, and he hasn't really done much past a 1,000 metres. So a few queries, but he was just so impressive there at Randwick first up. Gaps back through the field, ran good time for a midway, and all the hallmarks were there were a horse that has returned well and could potentially go through the grades. You've just got to take him on trust. Vindication, no knock, fantastic trial. Uh, he's a, a good fresh horse himself and super bright. We've seen her plenty of times at this level. She needs a few things to fall into place. Uh, given her pattern, she likes to find her feet, but she does have a, an electric little turn of foot uh, where she gets things fall into place. So 14, 6, 8 and 5. Let's see what Darren's come up with in race number one. We'll get his selections on screen shortly. Um, and if we can't, I'll, I'll have a dig in the uh, system here to uh, find out what he's come up with. Uh, I know our listeners love to get Darren's thoughts for the card, so I'll chase those up. Uh, here and in fact there we go six eight fourteen eleven six eight fourteen eleven he's with Marshall Music so six eight fourteen eleven for Darren Flindell race one we move to race number two and we're previewing Ramwick it's the James Squire handicap twelve hundred meters benchmark eighty eight Andrew Hurley with the market yeah, Toppy comes out here Bankmar it's two by one the deduction not much change in this market Moravia a 420 chance we went up a dollar 90 now 195 for our Cobra Sun uh, 650 here in from 850 Perel Tintuki is a nine dollar chance 650 Tashi Aprilla 51 and 17 for Union Army 
punters were just sitting there waiting for these markets to open on Wednesday and went crash bang wallop on our Cobra Sun at $1.95. Yeah, well, he should get the right run, whether he's in front or just in behind the speed. Uh, they'll work it out in the first couple of hundred betas, pending how aggressive they want to be on Moravia in the early stage. I think you'll see Tashi just take a nice trail in behind, but I wouldn't say this shows to be a high-pressure 1,200-metre race stuff. Uh, no, I think a little tactical here um, at the same time. Um, eyes, eyes are on. Uh, look, I want to give him another chance, Moravia. He was obviously okay without raving in a tougher race there first up. He's much better off here. Get those few little gear changes. Apparently, he's going to strip fitter today. So, yep, at the price, considering you know the level he got to as the early three-year-old there in the spring, I'd be happy to give him another chance. I thought he paraded quite nicely the other day. He's developed well. Um, obviously, he's hard to beat. Kobe son, he's. Um, He's been kept fresh and um, pretty well setting the track alight there, and he's in rare form. Um, Tin Tookie might be the forgotten horse here. She's a good, tough mare. Now, th- those two runs against our Cobason, you know, she was beaten half- 0.4 and then 1.1. So that reads well, being better off at the weights here. And she does have, you know, strong 1,200-metre form. So she she could have slipped the market a little bit here. And Pareel... Just a nice setup, third up off a win with a month and uh, an easy trial since. So gets every opportunity, and, and or he does, and he's so, so genuine. He rarely misses a place. Two, three, five, and four. Yeah, I've gone three, eight, five, and six. I'm with our Kobe son uh, to keep that little picket fence going. And if you were just sitting on the fence whether to back him today at $1.95, if you are listening to Ange Davies this morning, I think she would have just pushed you towards, yep, I'll take that. It sounds like he's improved again, which is encouraging. He's a lightly raced horse. Comes off a, a big win there at, at Rose Hill where he smashed the trap record, albeit they did run fast time in the early stages. But he had to absorb that pressure, still found a sprint. And I do like the fact that he is four weeks between runs uh, just to keep him nice and fresh from that performance. Where do you go to thereafter? You can make cases right down the page for those to fill the minors. I thought Union Army was the horse that maybe has been overlooked here. 52 kilos, disappointing their last start, fresh and since then. But you go back to his win prior to that. And he beat Paray and beat Paray comprehensively. So one six fifty and one seventeen dollars here. I think that's a, a little bit uh, big for Union Army. Uh, five Tintuki races well. She's uh, probably in career best form herself, and that t- tie in there is obvious to our Kobe son. And Tashi talking of form references. I like that reference behind Winchat, and she's returned well in her own right. So three eight five and six. Darren's numbers in race number two, he's gone three hour Kobe Sun on top, three, two, four, and five for Darren there, the second at Randwick. Race number three is our next race to cover, and it's a very strong tab highway this week, over a thousand metres, class three. Andrew Hurley provides the tab market. Right at the market, as always, 375 favourites. Just tackle these deductions here. Well, they're only very minimal. Uh, Nipitino, two cents to win, zero the place. Lord Remy, that's better. Tickle belly. And sunshine is all zero deductions, or are all zero deductions. Remember Jack, 9.50 from 11 on Wednesday. Perennial went up 4.60, now $4. Compelling Truth at $5. Atishka is a $9 chance. Now 4.60 posted Wednesday, now into 3.70. Once again, my girl, light press 26. Uh, Bomaria opened up at $26 Wednesday. It's into 14. Every Little Breeze, 21. 151 Cavente. Lyrical Beauty, 19, in from 26. 23, Friday's Luck, a Limba, 251, 100 to 1 for Jacob Joe. 
And best back runner here, the favourites, 460 into 370. There's also been a little bit of a push for perennial 460 into $4. Yeah, this is a cracker, this highway. It's been a while since we've seen one with such depth. But good speed, as you'd expect, 1,000 metres, and a lot of the key hopes have got that natural speed. Bridie's luck holds a position from the inside. Once again, my girl, she's, she's fast, compelling truth. I imagine they have to ride aggressive to offset the wide gate. does look tricky, though. Uh, Bomaria has got some toe. Uh, Jacobs, Joe, and Perennial, I think, just, a, just gets a cart in behind here, Duffett. Yeah, good speed. Uh, good race. Uh, this, uh, we, we get into the, the routine of these highways, you know, lining up old mates and uh, coming up with a, a tip. But you get these 1,000-metre highways, they're a different, uh, different kettle of fish altogether. You've got these young, um, untapped, sprinting types of uh, uh, bush horses that um, you think might have a future, and then all of a sudden they all meet and we get some questions answered. I think I think they're terrific, these 1,000-metre highways. Um, I am tipping the, once again, my girl. I think the beautiful draw, uh, she's she's always had a big rap on her. Um, obviously, she's resuming off a, a bleeding attack where she was a beaten ten favourite or something, but... You go back through. She looked. She's looked good all the way through. She started favourite in Denise's Joy. It took Derry Grove to beat her in a highway uh, last preparation. So I think she's got the depth underneath her form to put her on top. Um, Perennial has looked very, very good. He's unbeaten. Um, he looked very good at Newcastle, and you know our our Tishka run fourth in that and then it comes out and wins by f- three lengths of his next start so that has to be uh, taken seriously that form of the others who knows compelling truth he um, he's a, a very interesting horse he is fast he's got a beautiful pedigree and who knows he looks very well fancied so he goes in I'll throw in Lyrical Beauty. I thought she was one to watch here with all this speed up front. Uh, she resumes without a trial, but I think they uh, have a few jump outs there at Goldman. I'm guessing that. And Matt Dale does it a lot. Uh, so I think she's a, a young filly with talent in her own right. If there's a big upset, I've I'm, I'm got an eye on Light Press here. But 5, 2, 3 and 13. Yeah, I've lent the way of the two perennial, just thinking that he'll get the drop on these. Now, we're judging him off 900 metre form, which can be a little bit dangerous, but he can't have done much more. He's won three from three. Big gaps back to the rest of the field. He's been dominant. Uh, he's been good on the clock. And the subsequent form through his races has been franked a number of times since Duff touched on that uh, last start. But even going back to his, his class one there at Scone, seven subsequent winners have come through that race. So I think he gets his chance today to take that next step. Once again, my girl, you want to be judging her off that fantastic performance behind Derry Grove as opposed to that defeat the last time we saw her at the races where she was rolled as a $1.16 favourite. Slick trial since then, as you'd expect from a fast filly. Bomaria, I think she's the one that the market originally overlooked. $14, I still think that's okay. Now, you go back to her first up win this time in, 1,000 metres highway. Uh, she's got speed. Whether she's got the versatility to cope with a hot speed here, uh, we'll see. A few things against since then. 1,200 metres probably stretched her, and she came through that, that fast Cabalas race. Back to the trial since. A little freshen up and compelling truth. You'll probably know your fate in the first couple hundred metres with him, but he does look a, a nice prospect, doesn't he? You know, you've got to look at his, his two recent victories. Uh, to, to prove as much. So 2, 5, 10 and 3. Yeah, great race. Uh, Darren, which way has he gone? 2 perennial on top for the Masara Gavranich stable. 2 on top to beat 5, 1 and 3. 
for Darren there. We go race four now, and it's the Catanatchez Jewelers Skyline Stakes. 1,200 metres, and the reigning golden slipper favourite, the unbeaten Storm Boy, carries saddlecloth number one. What price is he now, Hells? He's a dollar twenty. So, and uh, what price we go up? We might have gone up a dollar thirty. Just let me have another look here. Uh, but yeah, he's the quickest preview of all time for this race because it's just one-way traffic. Dollar uh, twenty, and yeah, pretty much bet that right throughout uh, the week. Uh, Seven fifty for Pross, ten dollars parkour. Seron's forty-one, indecisive fifty-one, twenty-six president, and Duvana fourteen. Surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, but we haven't had any monster bets on Stormboy. It's all been about multis. Yeah, well, he's going to make his own luck, isn't he? So you can take bad luck out of the equation. Prost, the stalemate, keeps him company. Sarones has got some speed. Uh, so maybe there is a little bit of pressure in the early stages for Stormboy, but I wouldn't be too concerned. So uh, he should find the front here. And Duff, looking at these markets, so $1.20 today, he's still $2.80 in the Golden Slipper, so surely that's the bet as opposed to a dollar twenty today. I would expect so. You know, you know, you you've got to have ice in your veins to take a dollar twenty anything, um, uh, especially a horse that's only had three starts and a two-year-old at that. But at least I'm, look, I think I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. Um, there's never an easy leg in the multi. Yeah, when you think, oh, I'll just throw this one in at a dollar ten, just to throw that extra five or eight percent on or something. Well, Duff, uh, can I make this point? We've seen this before, and I'm not saying you, know, you get beaten, but was I mean, Capitalist was beaten very, very short odds before he won the Slipper. Um, when it's not their grand final, sometimes I personally, I just I worry about taking really short odds when it's not your grand final. But um, he doesn't really have a chink in his armour. But we've seen it with two-year-olds before go under. Um, in the run before the slipper and then bounce back, haven't we? Many a time. Mm. Mm. Many a time. So like, I'm not pouring cold water on him. Um, no, me he's, either. No. He, he, he's, he's clear top pick. Uh, Duvana, really nice colt in the making. Probably wants further, but he can he can run in, on into a place here. Prost, what you see is what you get. Uh, he's good in a breeder's plate and then wins first up. So that form reads... Strong outside, the favourite. And I'll throw in Parkour, who I'm not going to respect the Dolphins two-year-olds this time of year, and I think he, he should run on strongly here. I am 183 and 4. Well, Sepoy's another one there, Luke. Yeah, that's right, dollar eighteen, wasn't he, as well? Just, was he? Uh, was he that yeah. short? Yeah, Capitalist well, was similar, wasn't he? He was yeah, $1.20 something. There's been a heap of them over the years. So there you go, just striking the figure. the number of hearts of dollar twenty. So if yeah, you need any more head noise to known. take the dollar twenty, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, Absolutely. Brad, sure, surely not this bloke. Um, no, I wouldn't think so. No. He's a bit of a freak, isn't he? I think so. Today, yeah, he could be one right out of the box. One of the better two-year-olds I've seen in a long time. So he'll get the job done and justify the short quote. There you go. Uh, three Prost. He looks the danger if there is one. Uh, it's hard to say there is a danger, but he'll run well. I like his tenacity. This horse. So he's got form through the right races. Of course, that breeder's plate. Form reference reads well. He wasn't being far behind Espionage and Straight Charge, and then he was a winner, uh, beating a couple of Colts that did subsequently run run well from wide draws in the Blue Diamond. So he'll do his thing, and he won't give it away. Duvana, keep an eye on him through the line. Uh, he might be a prospect as we're going towards 14 and 1600 metres. So keen to see what he can do at his second career outing. Should have finished closer to Switzerland on debut and parkour. Again, another horse I'm keen to see back at the races, whether he's a 1,200-metre type. Uh, he was good enough to get away with it the last time we saw him. Missed the Magic Millions. 
but again, he might be one to keep an eye on as he gets out towards 1,400 metres. So one, three, eight, and four. That is the exciting fourth on the card where Stormboy dominates. Darren's with him as well. Number one, Stormboy to beat four, three, and seven. Let's go to race five at Royal Ramwick, and this race is the Yarraman Park Handicap. It is a benchmark 88 over 2,000 metres. Andrew Hurley talks us through the market. Kettle Hill comes out, 4x5, Rondino 0, 5x5 five for five, up and under, Claim the Crown 3x2, and Etna Rosso 4x4. Four four. Redstone Well, we got to as short as 230 around about 15 minutes ago. It's probably out to a more sensible price of 260, but it's in from 280 today. 390 bet on Wednesday. Verona 26, 650 Logan Street line. It's been soft out from $5. 81 for Mission Phoenix. Perfect thought went up 21 into 16. Floating 950 to 850. 460 to 440 Miracle Spin. Louisville at 550 and 17 for Sky Out. See what's uh, been very, very popular today has been floating. Stays at that 850 quote, but uh, dollar wise, we're holding. Oh, fraction less than what we are with the favourite Redstone Well. Yeah, he just brings that different form line into this, doesn't he? Floating, looking at the speed, I wouldn't say high pressure. Uh, Mission Phoenix, now he's had a few runs under the belt. Do they really give him a dig? Uh, you'd think so. Sky out not too far away, and perfect thought. Showed good speed there last time out, and getting out to 2,000 metres now uh, with that run under his belt. You wouldn't think he'd be too far away sliding across from the wide draw here, Duff. Yeah, I thought he'd lead. I thought he'd lead, perfect thought. Um, look, it's a race. I don't think there's a... Uh, a, much of a tail to you could make a case for a lot of horses here and maybe this favourite's a, mm, a little short at this stage I'm, that's why I'm looking at it look there was too many good, decent forgive runs in the lead up so I want to go with different form here with floating I think he's going well he's back to the scene of the crime of two starts back where he was solid winning at the Ramwick uh, 2000 metres uh, then back to a mile, out sprinted by a, a more victorious who really sprinted home that day. So I think the setup's good for him, the map's good for him, and the price is good for him. Uh, obviously, Redstone Wells got 2,000 metres written all over him, and I'm not not bagging the map for him here as well. He 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 looks to get a a lovely little camp behind the speed. Perfect thought will run a better race. Um, Always been a horse with talent, so he did show that gelding may have just turned him around a little bit, where he was pretty good the other day. Um, and Miracle Spin is, looks more fancied in the market with the firming than floating at this stage, although Earl's just said floating's uh, uh, pretty bad in the book, so don't know how to read that one. But 7, 1, 5 and 8 for me. Yeah, same four for me, just a little bit different order. I've gone one, eight, five, and seven. One Redstone Well uh, looks a nice setup, doesn't he? I think it was just a bonus on the way through there. Winning over the mile last time out, he did enough to get home. He does rise two and a half kilos off that, but this isn't any harder, at least on paper. Maps to get the right run. Uh, and I don't think it requires too much imagination to dream up a scenario where he improves again. 2,000 metres, fourth up. James McDonald, no excuses, looking at the way. This race will be run. Miracle Spin, uh, he could be the big improver here. He was beaten a fair way there last time out through that same reference as Redstone well, but he drew wide, he had to get a long way back, make a, a circling run, gets a three kilo weight swing and draws barrier one. Now he's not blessed with gate speed, but that can mean he can come through them as opposed to around them. Perfect thought, I agree. He was brave there last time out. Had to do a bit of work to get into a forward position and just knocked up that last little bit. Still wasn't beaten all that far and it was really the only last 100 metres that got him. So out to 2,000 metres, can 
keen to see him over that journey. And seven floating, I can see the case there with that different form line and back out to 2,000 metres. Uh, that looks suitable, one, eight, five, and seven. Which way for Darren here? He's gone Redstone well, uh, number one, to beat five, eight, three, one, five, eight, three, Darren Flindell in race number five. Uh, so we get to race number six, and it is the Group 2 Sweet Embrace for tab 1,200 metres. What price Manal hurls? She's another one who's had a, a little haircut this morning. Yeah, $2 into $1.90. We actually bet two ten momentarily, but uh, that's gone into the red now. Castagna, the deduction 14 by 13 and drifting 3 by 3. And just repeating, $2 into $1.90 Manal. Toka's an $18 chance. Chateau Mirabal... Went up $6 and has been that price all week. 13 for photographics. The Extreme Diva, 12 to 13. Wavebreaker, 7.50 to 8. Malabing, 101. 151 for Asteroid. Fly, Fly. Opened up at $11 into 7.50. Second best supported runner. Diddle Dumpling, 34. 71 Montana Dawn and Zunaka, an $81 chance. Yeah, red figures here for Manal. Dollar-wise, it's going to be probably hard to... Uh, to bet much more than that, uh, just considering how much money's been invested on it. Speed-wise, uh, you've got Chateau Miraval going forward. Photographics won't be too far away. She led on debut from an inside draw. She holds the position. Wavebreaker gets a nice trail. Uh, and Manal shouldn't have any excuses looking at the map here. A perfect gate for her, Duff. Yeah, agree. Agree with all that. Jeez, they've already got into their shell, these bookmakers, this morning, haven't they? They're just... The white protect- flag. <laughs> it's just a white flag, and, OK, I'm, I'm not going to let you on. If you want to take unders, you do it. Uh, look, I think she'll win. I think she's the better of the day if you can get evens. Um, I just like the race she comes out of, to tell you the truth. That lady, Camelot, lead up after having after winning the gym crack last prep. She looks strong. Impressions are, are good for the 1,200 metres here. And I think she can beat uh, Wavebreaker. I don't think they should be that far apart in the market. She's a big improver, Wavebreaker. Another one, she's going to be later on over further, but she's still a winning chance here from a good draw. Uh, Shadow Miraval, I'm finding it hard to read that midweek form, but she was a 2.15 favourite there and showed good fight. Just a little gawky looking at things down the straight. That can happen on the Kensington track. So she might be more switched on after that run. And... I'm terrified of Fly Fly just steaming down the middle here like she did in that trial pre before um, last start, where she just seemed a, a little funny there on the rail and she was just climbing and doing and looked and travelled like the winner on the turn, I must say, but just still learning what it's all about, as Michael said, but very, very talented and could jump out of the ground after a run. I like one a lot from 7 4 11. Identical for me, 1, 7, 4 and 11, not too much more to add. So she carried 3 kilos more than the rest of the field there. First up, Manal, she did a fantastic job chasing home Lady of Camelot. Nothing at all wrong with that form reference. She was fast home in a very fast race and we've seen what Lady of Camelot has done since. I guess if you're making a case for these horses uh, to improve, it's the fact that they've only had one run each. So they are going to bounce off that. Wave Wavebreaker was good uh, through that same form reference as Manal can only improve. Chateau Miraval, her big advantage is tactical speed. She'll be out uh, doing her thing out in front. Uh, and if she can get a breather, she's going to be hard enough to chase down and fly, fly. A few little queries in terms of where she gets to in the run, but as Duff touched on, if they do overdo it, and she is coming down the outside, uh, look out late. One, seven, four, and 11. 
Which way for Darren? He's with Manal. Um, one on top to beat four eleven seven. Has been a bit ABC, uh, boys, hasn't it, uh, at the moment? And we get into the group ones now. The former Chipping Norton, now known as the Tab. Very elegant stakes over 1,600 metres at group one level. Andrew Hurley with the market. What about the honour roll here? Fair income. Mm. Go back to emancipation. Uh, superimposed one at twice. Telesto, juggler. Either not octagonal. Who can forget that day? Were you there that day, Duff? Where Dyer took off? Was I ever? Yeah, no, yeah. it was amazing. Amazing. The crowd absolutely roared. I'll never forget that. Saw it on TV um, this week, Hurls. Um, he went at about the thousand, just yeah, round the and outside it, and kept. It eating. was amazing because he was always a backmarker. Mm. He'd win by an absolute nostril, no matter what. But he was a backmarker, and Dyer just said, "No, nah, ta uh, I'm going to take this on." Winks won it four times, and of course, very elegant uh, twice. Uh, uh, this race named in its honour. All right, so we've got two scratchings here, and one of them being Buckaroo. Six by six at a tissue, I assume, going down in Melbourne. Uh, two sets the winner and zero the place. Think it over, 850. We've got 15 Cascadian. Arapaio, 51. 750 just fine. It's out from $6, but it's been actually quite popular. In the last 48 hours, 31 for Nojo Peak, Lindemann 12, 151 at a Baskin. Fangirl, yep, $1.35. Can you believe we bet $1.70, albeit it didn't last long? Yeah, speed here, it looks pretty straightforward. Map wise, just fine. Leads, uh, Navajo Peak, I do think, settles outside the lead. He was the best in to stride in the Apollo there first up and just had to take hold for a wide draw and he ended up being posted wide throughout. Lindemann, I think he just takes a trail in behind along with Think It Over here. So Fangirl should be out the back, uh, but you wouldn't think that would matter, Duff. Um, not if the track is playing okay. Normal rail, I wouldn't expect it to be fence on fire or anything like that. That would be the only worrying point here. Um, I thought Lindemann might press on um, and get across Navajo Peak here, that now that he's the freshness might be out of him, but I could be wrong. Uh, well, what do you want to say? If she reproduces, it's uh, stand, stand back and applaud. Uh, love to see her come back and really make a statement here because she was very good the other day. Um, yeah, how can you pull that lead up apart? I don't know. Maybe they they weren't wound up as much as her. Maybe a few get held up and it was a little flattering. But all in all, she was just so, so good. And the market said prior to that race that she had come back a better mare. So she's a mature five-year-old mare now in the autumn, ready to do her thing. Think it over. We'll get much closer. He's a tough nut, proven big-time performer, giant killer, and don't undersell him here. Just fine. I'm wary of I'd be more wary of him if he got, if the money started to come for him. Um, coming into this race, and Lindemann will run much better. But nine one five and seven, what can you say? Except a dollar forty five is very, very short, very short. Yeah, I'm with her. Nine five one and two. I think the most impressive. You sound deflated. <laughs> well, just... I'm with her. Sure. I know, but when you're, tipping, like, you're on a tipping show care. and you're having to tip a horse at a dollar thirty five, and you can't really find any holes. So you kind of feel a little bit defeated. <laughs> I, I can sense that. You, are you don't want to push the punters and say, take the dollar thirty-five, yeah. but rate a dollar twenty. Yeah. Well, I don't. As simple as that. But you, you don't really. You know guys don't frame the prices. Uh, you just provide your tips. Um, you provide what you think will win the race. That's your job. Uh, I guess your job is also to try and find a bit of value. But um, 
I mean, you can't eat. You can't eat it. Exactly. You can't eat it. You can't eat it. You could tip Cascadian at $15. Oh, I think he's a bit overs, but he'll run a nice fourth and Fangirl bolts in. Well, what's the point of that, I suppose? Well, so. maybe I could just throw one out for the subscribers there today. You know, place uh, our Kobe son all up a place Storm Boy, all up a place Fangirl. <laughs> oh, you, you are sick. <laughs> you at $1.11. <laughs> well... When are you launching the service, Duff? I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm watching you, what happens around me first. Listen, your pay packet's big enough. You don't need the extra fat. You're lying. <laughs> well, come on, Brad. Continue to be defeated here. All right, guys. Our fangirl. So her most the most impressive part about her win was how she travelled, wasn't it? Like her between the four and the two, she put them to the sword. I know you say winks like, and you sound like that's a bit of a cliche, but it was absolutely winks like. And James McDonald. We'll do exactly the same thing here. Dangers, if there are any, I think it has to be just fine. Not only because he maps to get complete control, but the fact that he doesn't come through the Apollo, so you're not making a case for something to turn the tables and turn around a three or four or five length margin. So love what he did in his first Australian campaign. Uh, he was a big winner first up over the mile, and he ran much faster time than the Chelmsford that day, so that stacks up well here. was a big winner of the Metrop. Margin was only narrow, broke the track record, and that saw him start favourite against Alligator Blood over 2,000 metres, so he has to be some kind of threat. Uh, listening to Adrian Bott throughout the week, sounds like he's got improvement with him, naturally, uh, but yeah, you want to see a little bit of a market push, a bit of confidence around to say that he's ready to rock and roll today. One, think it over. You can never discount him. Uh, he'll improve on what he did there first up. He'll make his own luck somewhere on top of the speed, and Cascadian uh, might be the eye-catcher from the back of the field, as he so often is. Nine, five, one and 2. Darren's with Fangirl, nine on top to beat five, one, seven, nine, five, one, and seven for Darren Flindell. As we go to race number eight, the second of the group ones, the Drinkwise Surround Stakes, 1,400 metres, group one. Hells, do I ask for the honour roll or the market here? Uh, let's go with the honour roll. Yeah, I, thought I, I just thought you might. I just thought you might. <laughs> Who won it last year, Hells? You're not suggesting that I've got it in front of me, do you? <laughs> oh, it might be. <laughs> Sunshine in Paris last year. Hinged uh, the year before. What's happened with Sunshine in Paris? She's on her way back. She is? Yeah. She's she's going first up Galaxy, I think, and then into the TJ. Okay, excellent. So, yeah, Sunshine in Paris uh, last year. Now, this is one of the better betting races on the card, obviously, because we've got a $3 favourite in learning to fly. Kind Words comes out, uh, zero deductions. Up the top, Tropical School, $8 into seven fifty. It's been very solid all week. Zardozzi is 15 out to 26. 6 to 5.50, Kamochi. Learning to fly is our favourite. 3.60 Wednesday, 2.80 now. Uh, now just gets a tickle out to $3, but retains favouritism. Tis Invincible has been soft. 4.60 out to 7.50. Cristilli's 15 to 23. 2 to Levita, 26 out to 61. 11 into 8.50, Macarena. Autumn Ballet's 81. 11 to 10 for Roll On High. Arctic Glamour, 15, 19, now 18, and Steffi Magnetica, 26 into 16. As I said, a good betting race here. Um, Learning to Fly is the most popular. They're dangling the carrot somewhat with uh, Arctic Glamour because it's a terrible result for Tab, actually, and his Invincibles. It's another one. It's drifted, but dollar-wise, we're actually holding, um, you know, a fair bit of cash on it. So we're having to go before about Tim Ryan and the boys. But, um, yeah, they're letting you on with a couple there if you like them. 
Sounds like there's a few different opinions floating around for this race. Looking at the map, Tropical Squall goes forward, looks to get a degree of control. Autumn Ballet won't be too far away. You've got the likes of Tiz Invincible and Komochi getting nice runs. And the big wild card I've got here with the question mark and the circle is Macarena. And listening to Michael Hawks this morning, it sounds like they're going to the race with a pretty open mind. Mm. See how she jumps, uh, but I wouldn't rule out uh, her going forward here, Duff. I think with a clean getaway, she will just trying to read... Uh, read the body language as we say um, that she will go forward here now I'm convinced there's a lot to happen in this market a lot to happen in this market favourite um, will get out won't it yeah look it'll be $4 something I think hmm. uh, I, I, I reckon this could be the lay of the day but I like her uh, but there's there's just so many other options. You mean the tab tab lay of the day yeah yes yep. yes yeah I, it just smells of it hmm. and just Getting a feel for Tim's body language on Thursday night. He's You're all like about the body language, Macarena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be you doing just... Macarena later. Uh, yeah, you can just read him. Uh, you can just read him. Uh, so, but I like her. I think I'm going to get a better price. I thought she did more than enough first up. Uh, $1,400 first time. Well, you wouldn't think it's any issue in being by Justify. I think we're all thinking she was a, um, she was going to be a three-year-old miler. So we'll learn more about her today. But I'm with her to beat. Tropical Squall, who is very, very dangerous from in front here, um, quickening with strength. Um, so she's the danger. Macarena, yes, if she does overcome all those issues early, she's right in this with different form. And how can you leave Komochi out? She's just a, a gem. Um, a little bit more work to do. It probably looks okay, Barrier 6 on paper. I'm, I'm not so sure with a couple kicking up underneath her. Um, Collett's got a little bit of work to do there. Um, I, sh- I wanted to find a spot for Arctic Glamour at 1400. And the boys in Melbourne tell me Moody's wrapping this thing on Melbourne Radio, roll on high. Typically say it's his best of the day, so we should take that into consideration as well. 4183. Yeah, with a 4, 3, 5 and 8, you'd think she can only improve on what she did there. First up, there was two lengths back to third, which is always a really encouraging sign, and that's the obvious form reference for this. So uh, Chad Schofield gave an absolute peach last time out, and I don't think you'll have to do too much here. Just come out neutral, midfield, uh, let her wind up, and I don't think 1,400 metres holds too many fears, albeit she still has to tick that box. Komochi, uh, again... Captain Obvious through that same form reference. So she was the winner there, so you're reluctant to overlook her. If she comes out and wins at $5.50, $6, you put your hands in the air and say, well, that was obvious, wasn't it? So she's so consistent. Again, she maps to get favours. Tis Invincible. Uh, it's much kind of here in terms of where she's likely to get to in the run. Forgive that performance first up. She made that wide circling performance and I think just peaked on a her effort that last little bit, and Macarena is going to need a bit of luck there in the early stages, finding a spot. But if she does, I like that she brings that form reference through the boys, and she's stuck on well despite finding herself in the best part of the track. So four, three, five, and eight. Love it, guys. Uh, good race, isn't it? Darren's found uh, one at odds here. Twelve, Steffi Magnetica for Darren Flindell. Twelve, five, four, three. His numbers. Race number eight. As we go to the ninth at Randwick, and it's the proven thoroughbreds Guy Walter Stakes, fourteen hundred metres, Group Two. Us up the top here, Hills. Yeah, good betting race, also. Um, Guy Walter, possibly the biggest gentleman I've ever met in this race, also. Uh, rehashes or uh, makes me laugh every time I see a name. Hot Danish, Ron Duffy, one morning, uh, obviously about 20 years ago now, said that she had uh, ripped up the old carpet and put down the new floorboards as she was going <laughs> down today. Uh, Duff was going down with her. <laughs> 
uh, what a bear. <laughs> and uh, I don't think she let us down on that day. Very, very amusing. You've lost uh, me with the carpet, though. What? <laughs> oh, so basically paid for the renovation to the house. Oh, with you. Okay. Yeah. So they ripped it. up the <laughs> old carpet, put down the new floorboard. Love it, love the, it. The story was I was doing trying to get some money to get, get some renovations done to this old house of mine, and yeah. I said, I've saved the money up. I think I'll put it on <laughs> Put the res- <laughs> renovations on hold and put it on hot Danish to, and get some better floorboards instead of the carpet throughout the house. And <laughs> she won, and the floorboards went straight down. And they're still oh. they're still in good order too. That is outstanding. <laughs> I love that. Oh. I love is there that. a few little leftovers still under the floorboards as well? Change. <laughs> well, boys, <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I'll get the renovations done. I'll take uh, Storm Boy into Fangirl, but I might, I might have to get the old carpet duff, I reckon. <laughs> very, very funny. Um, unfortunately, Atlanti has come out 32 by 19. She was favourite at, at uh, early in betting. Uh, Jewess, 460 and solid. 260 hinged, uh, just out for 250 this morning. Barbie's Fox, $11. More secrets, 650 in from 850. There's been a push here for Osbred Flirt, $12. 4.40, now 4.20, 23, Miss Fabergé, Hell Hath No Fury, 21, Miss Coover at 23. Haven't spoken to Tim Ryan, but I would be very, very surprised if they don't, uh, well, if they don't make it the lay of the day, I'll take hinged on 2.60, so very, very scary. Yeah, well, going back to the surround, what was it, two years ago hinged won the surround, and she hasn't won since, albeit she mm. has raced in pretty good company, hasn't she, looking at her record, 30 times she's raced, 16 of them have been in Group 1 company, but surely she gets her chance here. Very little speed on paper, hinged, goes forward, hell hath no fury, and maybe to a lesser extent, Osbred Flirt, uh, hence that little push in betting. Those horses that can make their own luck do look advantaged here, Duff. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to talk myself into saying she's a good thing. Hinged? Really? I, yeah, I, I am. I, I look... Just look at the races she's contested and look at these benchmark horses we're trying to make a case for here. I, I just feel she can take... Own, I'm, I'm a little worried only one soft trial, so that's the only thing that worries me is to start off race four. But she has been so good. You know, length behind Fangill in the week, Group 1 wing stakes at this track and distance, first up, last preparation. Admittedly on a soft track there, but I, I think she's too good for them. I think she's just too good for him, if in order. I've got her on top. The same with Jewess. You know, to think these um, good mares uh, in a race like this, I think they have to be top pick and second pick, even though Jewess um, probably wants a little bit more speed up front. But I think Hinged is the more adaptable. Um, Osbed Flirt, riding's on the wall. She was brilliant winning first up last prep, but at $15 in a benchmark 78, but she's going well, and they've resisted the temptation of running in those provincial heats, the two that she was accepted for, understandably. Um, I can understand that. And more secrets, yeah, similar. She ran in all the good races. And another one, you know, when you look at these these better-class mares, they're 704 days between wins, 734 for hinged, and 506 for more secret. But they are in a winnable race here. I'm 2 one, six, and 5 yeah, they should be too classy, shouldn't they? Off their benchmark ratings, uh, the two up the top. But Hinge has that benefit of just knowing where she'll be in the run. She'll take advantage of a lack of speed here. And she cleared the horse to beat, as the market does suggest, looking at her past two first-up runs. Twelve months ago was in the Apollo Stakes, and she split Animo and Fangirl. Uh, and then 
last time around, uh, over the spring, it was in the Wink Stakes, and she was beaten a length by Fangirl, so surely that's too good for this. 2-1, and 4-1, one Dewey, she's classy in her own right. She'll be the one really thundering home at the finish, it's just whether she's got that... That speed still on the legs there, 1,400 metres first up. She has run a few f- flashing uh, lights in the past, but, yeah, with a lack of pressure on paper, that counts against her. Osbred Flirt, she'll run well. She typically shows up fresh, just as she did last campaign, albeit a much easier grade. And Barbie's Fox are put in there for fourth. Just found 1,100 metres a bit too slippery there first up. The run was better than it reads on paper, and I do like what she did in Sydney last campaign. Two, one, six, and 4. Just if uh, I heard Mike Wood earlier saying, well, there's a chance of showers... Later in the afternoon, if they do come, uh, that would really help Hinged here. Yep, good point, Duff. Uh, let's see what Darren did with this race and his numbers. He's gone six a good thing, uh, six a special. Osbred Flirt, so he's the other way to beat two, nine, and one. And I know why, he's a sucker for a good trialer, and it did trial very well. Six, two, nine, one, race nine. The last event is the Liverpool City Cup 1300. Hurls, do you know who won this last year? Uh, yes, I do, and I we, even without looking it up, think about it. Yep, spot on. And he went on. We know that to, yeah. to be one some of our best horses. horses. Have, yeah, some good horses have won this. I remember um, All Archie Duff. You probably remember All Archie Monopolised went up to win in uh, Hong Kong. Bomber Bill. Um, yeah. How far are you going back here, Hills? <laughs> oh, Before you were born. Sounds <laughs> like it. He loves nostalgia, the man. Uh, when I do look at yeah, how um how early I started punning, I think. Yeah, good. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, the scratchings here acquitted six by six and eight by eight for Moravia. Uh, Sephiroth up the top, a fifteen dollar chance. Three seventy three sixty. Cold Crush went up four sixty Wednesday. Golden Mile fifteen to eleven. Kovalika went really soft, uh, 460 out to 650. We peaked at 750 this morning. Uh, Democracy Manifest is a $7 chance. Support New Energy, $15 into 950. and $12, $100 to 1 Caesars Palace. Dark Dream, 201, 11 hard to say. And Winchat, looking for three on the bounce. $8 dead early, it's now $4.60 chance. Uh, Beat support right throughout the week. It's continued this morning for New Energy. Interesting runner. Oh, that's important. That's significant, mm. isn't it? Because he's a hard horse to get a line on here. He's first start in Australia, three jump outs, one the latest of those. More on him when we go through our tips. But speed-wise, this is one of the more intriguing maps of the day. I think Winchat eventually does cross, but Cole Crusher and Tyler Schiller will make him do a little bit of work to cross him in the early stages. Fearson typically isn't too far away, but more so once he gets out over a little bit further, but he's got natural toe and hard to say, gets a lovely trail just in behind the speed here, Duff. Yeah, we've got a couple of decent races to finish the program this week. Uh, so um, Joe Pride likes to target this race, the Liverpool City Cup. I rem- he, uh, he not only won it with his good horse last year, I remember him winning it with Terra Vista one year. So he might do it again with one of the stable favourites here with Cole Crusher. Terrific run, we all know, first up. Tough customer, likes to fight up front, and it'll take a good one to get past him. Uh, dangers, probably plenty of them. Um, he, he'll be steaming home late here. Democracy manifest. Uh, looks to be good speed, so these backmarkers might get their chance in the last race here. New energy is a massive query. Big wraps on him. And if they continue to go on with this, um, this little market move with him, uh, he is a, uh, a definite include here. And look, I'll throw in Kovalika. Probably a start off race for him, but his class, uh, we'll take him a long way. 
two, five, six, and four. Yeah, Nicole Crusher, two, thirteen, four, and six. Wasn't he great there first up? And he's a horse that typically runs to a pattern in terms of not peaking until deep into his campaign, third and fourth up. So that's encouraging in terms of how well he has returned. Joe Pride's still got the, the blinkers up the sleeve, but he was so tough in the expressway. He absorbed that pressure in behind Malkovich and was still fighting out the finish. So he'll bounce out, make his own luck, and, and prove a, a tough nut to crack, as he always does. Winchat, a big leap forward for him. Uh, so he's coming out of benchmark grade into a group three, but I think the timing's right to try. Third up, no weight on his back. I don't mind the wide draw. He'll coast across, and if he is allowed to dictate... Uh, he's hard enough to beat from there. He hasn't been beaten when he's found the front in the past. Kovalega has to go in on class. I know you look at the form guide and you can say, well, he needed the run first up 1,300 metres last time in, but they dead set crawled in that race and he still clocked at a sub-33 his last 600 metres, so couldn't have done much more in defeat. And that was vindicated by his subsequent run in the Epsom where he really bounced back and probably should have won that race. So he's getting out to probably a silly quote now for a horse of his class. And new energy. He's in there, uh, but as we've touched on, you want to see that market support continued. We'll get a look at him in the yard. We'll get a look at what that market does that last five, ten minutes, which could be telling. Uh, but he is group one placed over the mile overseas, so he has got speed. Don't fall into the trap of thinking he's a, a staying prospect coming out here. Uh, he's a pretty sharp horse. So 2.13, 4 and 6. Love it, Brad. Uh, let's see what Darren comes home with in race number 10. And his numbers two eleven six and five two Cole Crusher for Darren to beat eleven six and five. Ron Duffersy, what is your best for Randwick? Uh, a little embarrassing saying one of the longer price favourites of the day. Race six number one Manal a dollar ninety five, um, and I think Vindication is the best value in the first. I think he's a, a good each way bet. He won't be far away. So Manal race six race one Vindication, and it is number eight Vindication in the first. Have a good day, Duff. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your help, mate. There's Ron Duffersy. Brad Gray, what's your best? Yeah, we're both shopping for a bit of value there in the first. Uh, best value for me is also in the midway. Race one, number 14, Mad Darcy. Uh, I like the way that she has returned. Third up, 1,100 metres. She'll run well, and $6 into $5.50 since we touched on, on her chances a little bit earlier. And the best bet for me, race five, number one, Redstone Well. So 2,000 metres, fourth up, James McDonald, soft draw. There's a lot in his favour. I just think he's the profile of a... A horse that is still going through the grade. So best bet, race five, number one, Redstone Well. And the best value, race one, number 14, Mad Darcy. Beautiful. Good on you, Brad. Good luck today. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for your time, mate. Uh, Andrew Hurley, appreciate your help. Uh, good as gold as always. Ramwick, Flemington and Eagle Farm races one to six. Your horse runs second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. Jockey's challenge today. What price do you reckon, J-Mac? Today? Uh, oh, Luke? He's got to be pretty short, hasn't he? How short, short in your eyes? Oh, probably $1.50. Uh, try $1.12. So if that price is a little bit too skinny for you, seems to be a theme of the day, go to today's offers, sports and today's offers. And J-Max rides three or more is $1.50, four or more three ten, and maybe five or more $10 might be the way to go. Uh, looking forward to a top day's racing, mate.